SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. 0614-104-107 and you can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin Simpia. So look at the annual Muslim pilgrimage of Hajj which uh, commenced on Monday in Saudi Arabia. For the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic, more than 2.5 million Muslim pilgrims are expected to attend this year's Hajj. Joining us to explain the importance of Hajj uh, and what it means to the Muslim community across the globe is Sheikh Rafiq Hassan, founder and director of the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute. Sheikh Rafiq Hassan now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin, and good afternoon to your listenership, and uh, thanks for having us on, on the program. Geez, quite a huge contingent this time around, 2.5 million people. Um, do you think mm. that um, all of the logistics have been put in place? I saw that even um, the Saudi government was saying that in terms of the mer- emergency services, they made sure that they are in place considering the possibility of hit strokes. Yes, uh, Alwin, I think, uh, you know, we've got to give credit to the Saudi government. It's no mean feat. I mean, just imagine 2.5 million coming into Johannesburg, you know, halting or two. You know, I'm talking about one city. Mecca is yeah. one city, you know, so it's, it's, a, it's a logistical nightmare. But look, the Hajj is a 4,000 years old institution, starting from Abraham, please be upon it. So it's not a Muslim thing, I mean, just for the listeners, you know, people think it's a Muslim thing, but it, we're actually following the ways of Abraham. So it's been carrying on since then, and, and obviously in current times now, if we bring it home, you know, the, the, the Saudi government, one, uh, you know, we are in touch with people who are there currently, and they tell you that every year they go, there are improvements. You know, they're learning from the previous year, and, and we've got to take out uh, our cap for them. That, uh, and these, they, there are people telling you that what they saw last year, they can't believe how, how big the improvements are again. It's an ongoing uh, you know, improvement, uh, upgrading taking place all the time. And speak to us about the significance of this particular pilgrimage as well. And um, before we had a conversation, for instance, that when it comes to burials and and, uh, Muslim burials specifically, um, is um, that the body then faces um, Mecca, as the explanation has been given. What's the significance of of this pilgrimage and also connecting it to Mecca? Well, okay. So uh, just so that... You know, we know that that Mecca and that uh, we face Mecca because the first house for the worship of one true God was built by Abraham, peace be upon him, and his son Ishmael. And it was called, even in the Bible, Baca. In the book of Psalms, you'll read, uh, you know, that David, peace be upon him, he, he went to Baca and he found the well there where the, the house of worship is. So, so it is the first house built. Uh, you know, for the worship of the one true God by Abraham and his son Ishmael, peace be upon him. So that tradition carried on. And, you know, Ishmael, peace be upon him, was the firstborn of Abraham. And he was taken by Hagar, his second wife, peace be upon her, into Arabia, you know, from the land of Canaan. I'm just trying to show you why we... So that's where he went to Mecca, to this valley, and built this house. And ever since then, uh, Eldon, uh, everyone was going for pilgrimage. By the way, the Israelite prophets also went for pilgrimage. And, uh, you know, you look at the book of Isaac Hill 41, it tells you about the pilgrimage that was being made uh, by the Israelite prophets following in the footsteps of their patriarch Abraham, who is the patriarch for Muslims, Jews, and Christians, by the way. We all were told to follow the ways of Abraham. 
So that's the significance. It's, it's, uh, it's going right back. If you recall, you know, in, in the Bible, when, when Jacob, peace be upon him, was on his deathbed, he called him and uh, the people, his sons, and asked him, who, going, who are you going to worship after me? You know, and, and he said, we're going to go and worship the God of Abraham, you see, and the God of Isaac and, and the God of, uh, you know, Jacob. We're going to worship these gods. So uh, of your, the God of Abraham and Isaac. So this is actually a, not a new thing, Charles. Everyone goes back to Abraham, and that, that's why we face now. That house is still standing there, you know, since that time, Eldrin, yeah. uh, and it's been improved, and that's our Qibla, that's our focus uh, of prayer, because it's the first house built, and it's the center of the landmass, coming to think of it. Yeah, and, and the circling of the Kaaba? Okay. So that's interesting as well. It's a, it's a, obviously, this is a religious ritual which was prescribed to God, peace be upon him, by uh, uh, God Almighty, right? He gave him that uh, order. But if I was speaking, so we go anti-clockwise, Elvin. Mm. We go anti-clockwise, seven times uh, anti-clockwise. And why do we go anti-clockwise? Well, those days they didn't, and then when Abraham built it, peace be upon him, 4,000 years ago, he didn't know about rotation and revolution and he didn't know where's the center of the earth when you're told to find that spot and build it. But you'll find today, uh, Elrin, we know that the earth is rotating anti-clockwise. And so we go around the, uh, the Kaaba anti-clockwise. He was told to go. He didn't know why, but he, he just went anti-clockwise. So it's interesting to know that this is the, the direction of, uh, of how the, 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 the you know, circumambulation is going anti-clockwise because the earth is spinning anti-clockwise. Because when you go on Hajj, Elrin, it's a, not only a journey to Mecca, I see where, you know, if I can quickly tell you. Yep. We're following the footsteps of even Adam and Eve, please be upon them, our original parents, who, you know, when they came down from heaven onto earth. It is at that spot uh, outside Mecca where they, they were yesterday, the pilgrims, at Arafat, the mountain of mercy. They, they came there, and, and Muslims then keep going to that spot because just as God forgave them, Whoever comes there at that spot, until, you know, uh, you will be forgiven as well. So we were walking in the footsteps of not only the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, but from Adam and, and Eve and Abraham and all the Israelite prophets down to the last Prophet Muhammad. So it has a long history. It's a journey into the beginning of creation till the end of creation. Yeah. And the significance of... Um of the date, um, who decides when this pilgrimage will be will be taking place? What is the criteria that's being used to guide them? And then over the over the over the over the next um, five or six days while they are there, what happens in on each and every day? Is there a specific ritual that is set aside for um, a specific performance of that will be taking place during this particular period on a specific day? Yes. So uh, let, that's a good quite the point you're raising. Uh, basically, we follow the moon, uh, Elder. We follow the moon cycle. Whenever it's the new moon, it's the new month, okay? And, and that moon is working like a clock since the day it was created. So, so the, 12, the Hajj takes place in the, in the 12th month, the last month. This month is the 12th, the last month. Like December is the last month in the Gregorian calendar. Uh, uh, Zilhijjah, the month of Hajj, this month is the 12th month of the Islamic calendar, you get it? And that's when that new moon arrives. That's why we look at the moon, because mm. the moon is accurate in, in calculating the months. You find our elders and our, uh, you know, in Africa even, 
long before the Gregorian calendar came out, they used to look at the, at the moon for the months, you know. We asked them how you earn, even today in our rural areas, how do you earn, say, when the, when the moon comes again, it's one month, I got it paid again. So it, it gives the, accurate of the accuracy of the month, and then from the 8th to the 12th is, 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 the, is the Hajj itself, those five days. Now we start by putting on the Ihram elders. The, the Ihram is two pieces of white cloth. Yep. All the two to three million, that, that's the first day, okay, which is the, eight, the first day of the Hajj. Remove your clothes because your clothes reminds you of your nationality. You could be a Pakistani, a European, you know, a, 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 a whatever, wherever you come from, your clothes reminds you of your status. And, and in, in the Hajj, it, was, it equalizes us. Color, or no matter what color, what race, we all wear two pieces of white cloth and everyone has the same uniform. And that's how the Hajj starts. And then on the second day, they go to a place in Mina where Abraham, peace be upon him, sacrificed his son, Ismail. The next day, they go, the second day, they go to these plains of Arafat, where they tell you, where they get forgiven. You know, it's on that mountain. They, they gather around that mountain of mercy. And then the next day, the third day, they sleep that night in the open sky. Under the, you believe it or not, Eldon, you could be a king or a pepper, a pauper or a beggar. You don't know who's who. There's no tents. There's no hotels on that night. The sky is your canopy and the earth is your bed. You're reduced to a child of the universe. Equality. Malcolm X said that, you know, what the Hajj taught me is that regardless of your race, your color, your status, that the Hajj is a symbol of total equality across nationality, race, and caste and creed. And then the next day they go and stone the symbols of Satan who normally tries to mislead us. And then they go and make the tawaf, you know, the, what we spoke about around the Kaaba seven times. Then they run between two hills, the last thing, uh, Eldrin. They run between the two mountains. Remember, even the Bible tells us uh, in the book of Genesis when Hagar took Ishmael there and he was on the, crying for water and she was running by those mountains. And by miracle, a well came under his feet, which is in the book of Genesis as well in uh, 21. Uh, you find that we go run. Part of the Hajj ritual is after we do the circumambulation seven times, we run seven times between those mountains in the footsteps of an African-Egyptian lady called Hagar, you know, who did that. And, and this, the Hajj reduces you to that, that, that unity and you are, this world is temporary and, you know, we are all equal and brings us, you know, the global community. That's why Hajj is one of the five pillars of Islam. It unites us all, regardless of our, where which part of the world we come from. But we're all doing the same thing. We're in the same uniform. We're chant, chanting the same praises, the same national anthem. In English, we in Arabic, Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik. I am present, oh my Lord. I am present here as you directed Abraham to call us. We are here obeying the call of Abraham. Sheikh Rafiq Hassan, thank you so much for your time. Really-